0: Welcome to Episode 3 of Ripping the Rack Podcast. I'm Tim. I'm Brian. And uh, we got a uh, pretty good show today. Um, but before we get into kind of our uh, main topics, um, I'd like to take a few moments and talk a little bit about uh, Memorial Day. Um, it is Memorial Day weekend. Um, for those north of the border, you know, this is one of our major holidays down here in the States. Um you know, I think, uh, I th- I think uh, this is a very important holiday um, for us. Uh, I
1: think it's often overlooked as a day that is thanking a veteran. And that's Veterans Day in November. This is about the uh, veterans we can't thank physically.
0: Yep, the ones that basically the ones that gave all, um, that uh, basically allow us the freedoms that we do have. And um, frankly, I know we take these freedoms for granted, but... Um, there's not a lot... I mean, you, you see it every day on Facebook. You see it every day on Twitter. Uh, you see it every day on, you know, basically social media and the news and everything else and, and the the strife that we're going through in this country, um, which, frankly, is is stupid. That's the only way I can put it. I, I, I'm I not a political person. I'll never be a political person. I don't like politics. I don't like the drama that goes with politics. Um, I find politics to be very dirty. It just... it's i'm sorry that's just my 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 feeling as a soon-to-be 49 year old white male and living in the state of maine i i find politics to be gross and disgusting um and and i I just think that we've lost uh we've lost a little bit of feeling of what memorial day is supposed to be about um you know my my grandparents fought in world war ii Um,
1: my grandfather was in korea
0: um, my one of my grandfathers uh, was a japanese pow throughout the entire world war 2 um, did the entire march Bataan in the philippines um, loaded on death ships from philippines up to tokyo taken to a prison camp outside of tokyo um, you know lived to be a lived to be an old man in south paris uh, maine that is and uh, you know but it's people like that. It's people, you know, like my other grandfather who who never got shipped overseas, but still served. Um, you know, it, it's uh, it, it's a time to be reflective, and it's a time to really understand that we are, um, you know, speaking off the cuff here. Uh, you know, we we have these freedoms to do what we're doing. Sit
1: you in know. my basement and record a podcast for everyone else to listen to. Yep because these veterans who are who gave everything yeah so we can do it and you we know, remember them on this monday
0: we do you know we're we're taping this on a sunday memorial day is tomorrow um you know this hopefully this podcast will be up tuesday morning um
1: so we hope you all enjoyed your holiday with your family and thought about the veterans and loved ones in your family that served
0: and you know under, understand that uh you know we have we have freedoms to uh, have differing opinions. Um, you know, I I, I kind of chuckled at, uh, uh, was on Facebook last night just scrolling through, and, you know, uh, I think it was uh, Channel 6 had posted something, I don't know, that uh, uh, Governor Mills had said or done or, or something like that, and there was just like 400 comments of just people going back and forth, arguing with each other, the right against the left, the left against the right. And people just don't realize that. It. It's what are you arguing for? You're not going to change someone's mind on Facebook. You're not, it's never going to happen. I don't know in the history of Evers, if someone has changed their mind because someone said, you're a dumb butt, mm. you're an idiot. It's just, it's stupid.
1: Anyway, be so kind, be considerate. And hopefully you all enjoyed your, long weekend with your families and for those not in a country that celebrates Memorial Day in Canada or something
0: or around the world
1: yeah other countries if you're listening thank you have hope you had a
0: wonderful weekend as well absolutely so anyway let's talk bowling let's talk bowling for candlepin bowling for a little bit mm-hmm. um we're we're going to focus a little bit on the great white great north, white north. Oh, oh Canada! Canada. Um, let's talk uh, New Brunswick. Let's uh, we did Maine last week, so let's let's talk New Brunswick. Bonvenue, Bonvenue. Um There's some amazing bowlers in Canada. There are in New are. Brunswick,
1: and um, some great houses to bowl in.
0: There are. Oh, actually, before we before we talk that, do you want to do uh, listener emails? Let's do some listener emails actually. Let's do we're gonna we're gonna answer some questions first. Um, listener questions that have uh, sent in uh email address, ripping the rack podcast at gmail.com or through Facebook uh ripping the rack podcast.
1: Or if you're friends with Tim or I, shoot us a personal message as well on Messenger. We'll we can read those questions as well.
0: So the first question that I have from a listener, it's a really good question, is who are the biggest d bags in bowling? Ooh! So that's a great question. There are some massive d bags in bowling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let me just list off there a couple are. here. Hmm. Let's see. Craig Holbrook. Oh, <laughs> massive. Bobby Bobby Wickham. Wickham, Oh, massive. Brian Mayer.
1: Massive. Uh. Just kidding. Those are <laughs> all <laughs> those great those guys. All, those are, great are all guys. great guys. We're not going to talk that question. I,
0: I, yet. I'm not going. I'm not going to answer that question now. Um Eventually, I may get into some personalities, different personalities, I guess would be a way to would be a way to put it. Um, But uh, but no, uh, I'm not going to answer that question right now. Um, If you're if you're a D bag and bowling, you know, you're a D bag and bowling, I guess is the easiest way to put it. You could I'm right here. You can just tell me. Brian is a D bag. Sometimes. Sometimes. Tim's a D bag. Sometimes. Yeah. so, first question is, what are your thoughts on the current ICBA and what seems to be a lack of buying from the bowling community? Ooh. Ooh. Um, great question. Um, there are times, now I've, I've obviously been involved in, in bowling for a long time. Um, there are times, I think the ICBA is still set in their ways from back in the 80s, 70s 80s whatever um i don't think it's very bowler oriented i, I they do a lot of promotion for the
1: game really they, they were for a while i can remember a couple icba championships um i think i remember them because i wouldn't watch mark carrier in them yeah. and they they had a representative there a young woman i can't remember her name off the top of my head but she was trying to do stuff with um, the PBA when they came up to Portland to Bayside and they they were doing a little bit more pushing of the game. I know Mark. I think that's the one that Mark wanted, and he ended up going to the Pro Tour, the PBA. The event, PBA, yes, because meeting he, Steve Bell Bellmonti and, and, and Jason Bellmonti. Jason Bellmonti. Yeah. I'm sorry.
0: No, that's okay. I remember that. Um, I just I just don't know. There has to be better way that we can promote this game. Um, there has to be, um, and I'll give you you know one example is is. You know, the ICBA Hall of Fame, uh, which, by the way, they are accepting nominations. I was on, uh, I went online. Um, it's it's kind of...
1: You're not old enough yet, Tim. Not me.
0: I went <laughs> on for my sister. Thank you very much. But if you want to nominate me, I am available for nomination. Um, just kidding, folks. Relax. Um, I I question why they're waiting so long in between... I think it's Period. a good
1: idea this year given the it's not being state done until twenty twenty
0: two it's going to be something like six years between the last mm. one and now i just i think it should be every two years i do I don't care mm. if you I don't care if you only if you only induct two or three people but when you wait six years in between there are chances there that people that are getting up in age won't have that physical won't opportunity won't have to... the opportunity to accept themselves you know, themselves um, to to get in, um, and I I I I don't know about the lack of buy-in from the bowling community, um, you know I just think that there I think are... it's
1: I think it's we have a case at Oakland Park that is very similar. Jason's house doesn't meet ICBA sanctions. Mm-hmm. We don't have we have flat gutters, and we don't have foul lights or overhead scoring. But let let's face it, flat gutters help everybody. Honestly, if someone's mm. gonna bowl on them. I don't know if they're
0: truly gonna... flat, but they're not they're not to the required depth. Right. The I mean, minimum there's, there's required a lip depth. depth. Yeah, yeah, there's a lip. Um Jason we... Jason and I, and that's and I'm sorry to interrupt, but you just brought up a great hmm. point. Jason Jason and I had a discussion recently um about this. And you know, he had forty five or fifty youth bowlers that wanted to bowl in the state tournaments. And Jason went and said, hey, I've got 45 or 50 youth bowlers that would like to send to bowl. And they said no because he wasn't a part of the association. And it just boggles my mind that they will cut their nose off to spite their face. I understand they want people to join.
1: We could send a lot of people, too, in the APHs. Yep. You know, the the handicap portions of those guys that are good league bowlers it's money. that follow the rules.
0: It's money. It's money coming mm. to the house. For example, let's say there's a tournament at one seven ten in Augusta. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Jason wanted to send. Let's say it was a youth tournament. Jason had fifty the, the fifty youth bowlers. You've just turned away fifty kids from bowling because they bowl in a house that's not sanctioned by your main state Kingdom Bowling proprietors association. Mm. Okay, that to me is crazy. What is it? It's scratch bowling. What does it matter where you bowl? Mm, yeah, I want to give you my fifty bucks. I want to give you my hundred bucks. I want to come bowl. At what that is
1: it? point, kids aren't sandbagging.
0: They're it's, not. It's like, scratch. It's they're not trying their
1: hardest every
0: ball. Yeah. So to to me, it just and once you establish a state handicap, a state average, what does it matter where you bowl? I agree. So. it it is and and then you know the next question on top of that was what direction do you see sanctioned bowling and record keeping going um i'm at the point right now where records are records they're 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 important it's good to have them Um, records are made to be broken um, except mine i I hope mine don't get broken (laughs) Um,
1: let's face it. It doesn't matter where you bowl. You throw a 200 string. It's a 200.
0: Yeah. I don't care. I don't care if you have flat gutters or not a 200 is a 200. You don't throw a 200
1: by oops. I got 200.
0: Right. Right. You don't, you can't throw a 200 in a tough house without some lucky breaks. That is, that is correct. Um, I would, I would like to see them, you know, I'd love to see Canada be part of the association if they have an association, you know, continuing on Mm -hmm. or whatnot, um, I would love to see these houses.
1: They have a very, very well organized a- AYB program in Canada.
0: Oh, it's fantastic. I talked I talked to a bunch of people last uh at the Moncton five sixty about it. Um it's it's impressive. It is what what they have. Um you know, and, and the last question that, that this person had was is it time for bowlers to have its own association of record keeping format, maybe something similar to the golf uh gin system. Um which is really kind of cool. Brian and I have had this conversation.
1: Yeah, it would be cool. It would be interesting to set up it to would be- rate different alleys. And for those of you that don't know, GIN is a golf handicap system that is adjusted not not a lot, but it's adjusted based on where you play your round. You have your base handicap, but it can fluctuate a little bit depending on how hard the course you're playing is. Correct.
0: Correct. So, you if you went to for example if 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 I was at Newport in in Maine, which is considered a faster house versus someone that would bowl at Westport down in Westbrook, which is considered a tough house. You would have a system, a handicap system in place where you can go and it would be a fair handicap for, you know, uh, for the house. That you're bowling in,
1: I think it's a wonderful concept. I think it's going to hard to implement.
0: Oh, it'd be incredibly difficult to implement. Um, but if you have can...
1: to do it plus or minus maybe one, maximum five pins. I don't yeah. know if any house is more than five pins a string faster than anywhere else. Ooh, I,
0: don't, I don't. know Newport and Westport.
1: That Ooh. might be ten. That'd be. You're and I, and I like somebody bowl- one twenty bowling a one ten. And on I average. like and
0: I like bowling in both places. I just yeah. They're they're they can be you know you know let's face it newport can be a faster house and westport is tough um
1: but i think it's it's also the difference age yep
0: equipment yep
1: i mean newport is synthetic and westport is i think some of the maple that came over on the mayflower (laughs) i think but it's well maintained it is it is
0: rose has done a she's done a a really good job down there Mm. Um, i always
1: i i first time i bowled there honestly was this year in the once a month league. Yeah. And yeah, it's frustrating. If you're not hitting the head pin, it's, it's Ooh, not yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, it is. It's, it, it can it can be very frustrating. Mm. Um, the last question, and we'll spend a little bit of time probably on a later podcast about this. Uh, but I did want to address it was, um, you know, uh, we had a listener that wanted to know about some of the houses that have closed, um, and talk mm. a little bit about, you know, where you've bowled that might've, you know, that might be closed now and, and, you know the ones that come to my mind real quickly would be you know Pittsfield, Maine, um, vacation Cess- land, Cess's pa- Cess's place oh, okay. in Pittsfield, mm-hmm. uh, vacation land. Um, you've got Tri Town lanes in Jay, you've got Rocket lanes in Dover,
1: um, uh, pins and queues in Millinocket.
0: I never bowled there, I but, bowled there once, yeah. Um, there's a um, uh, can't think of the name of it right off the top of my head. Um, um, uh, in Bucksport Lin- lanes And Lincoln Well Lincoln oh. had the fastest house I've ever bowled in um,
1: <laughs> Was that the one that was upstairs and downstairs Nope Oh I don't think so
0: I don't remember It's been a oh, long okay. time okay. It's been a long Man but it was fast And it was fun I I'm i not going to lie It was fun <laughs> um, And then you had Rollaway lanes in Biddeford Gardner um, Lucky Strike oh, Gardner. I miss that place I miss that place and then you have ten, ten lanes of
1: fun. You have some like famous bowling alleys in Massachusetts that are closed. Pilgrim oh yeah,
0: Pilgrim. Pilgrim. I mean, it's so there are a lot out there, um, and we'll we'll focus on another podcast um, about this. But I did want to bring it up that we got your you know we got your question. I heard it. You know we're going to address it. It's going um, to be its own segment, I believe. Yeah, I, I, I think it, I think it would be a, a mm-hmm. nice segment to have. Yeah. Um, so let's get into uh, let's get into New Brunswick Bowlers. Mm. Um, eh? Eh? Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you say there, boy? Mm. Uh, what do you think, Brian? Give, um, me, give me some of your give me some of your list there. Tell me what you got.
1: Well, I have. Uh, now again, when we're talking all time, Tim and I's lists differ because Tim is seasoned, as I said last week. So he's seen more bowling than me.
0: I'm like a fine wine. Uh, but real quickly, with age.
1: Um, I go to New Brunswick a little more frequently, I think, than most... Pe- most I don't even say bowlers do, but um, my in-laws, my mother-in-law is from New Brunswick over on Camp Bell Island. So we go, and we have a camp down east, so we'll take the trip up and go to uh, St. Stephen um, and go shopping and stuff. Yeah. And So we go... I, I'm in Canada four or five times a year. Um and I have bowled in Canada a lot, and I enjoy it up there. Um, and from what I've seen in that time, um, still, even though I haven't seen him bowl a whole lot, uh, my number one is Tony LeBlanc. From from what I've heard, Tony was an absolute machine.
0: <laughs> Tony was fun. Tony <sighs> Tony was Tony was fun to watch. Um, and uh, uh, spoiler alert, he's he's my number one as well. Mm. Um, you know, I I. I first started Bowling the Worlds in ninety two. Um and that was in Bangor and then the next year was at Hanwell in Fredericton. Um Tony was uh that was that was Tony's prime back in the I, back in the prime Mid-Nungs. bowling
1: or prime partying? Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they went hand and hand from what they they, they they did. They did. Mm. Um and Tony still you know, he's back bowling again. I had a great conversation with him up at the Moncton five sixty. Um, he can still go, too, from time to time. From time to time. he's still he's One of those still. those guys, has he
1: ain't it. as good as he once was, but he'll, but he'll catch you. He,
0: oh, no. You know, you, you definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you got, number two?
1: Uh, number two, I have Brian Bernatchez, or as I call him, the master of reading a deadwood shot. <laughs> Brian will tell you how to play any wood, and 99% of the time, he, he right. Yeah. And he's just steady. And great stories. I, I made a shot against him in the Can-Am, in, the, in a playoff match. I... I missed it by, like, a foot, and it went. And I just hear him mumbling to himself in French. <laughs> <laughs> and I could tell he wasn't quite happy with how that went.
0: <laughs> so, I, I, obviously, I've known Brian a long time as well. Mm-hmm. Bowled against him. Um, we, Amazing uh, we, uh, It was funny. We, three years in a row, we got matched up in the uh, uh, the World Singles in the first round. Three years in a row. Um, Was the, one of those years, the years we had three first rounds up in Fredericton that first year? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no. Um, so the first year um, I bowled him, I, I threw eight marks in a row to start. Um, and, you know, he said good game. You know, nothing else he could say. I think I threw like a 170 at him or something like that. Um, and the next year we get matched up again and I, I just, you know, we shook hands and And, again, known Brian a long time. I just looked and I kind of chuckled and said, I really hope you have a short memory and do not remember last year. And he laughed. And he looked and he goes, I remember. And I went, shit. Um, (laughs) And he proceeded to throw, start out the string. Like, I think he went something like strike, spare, strike, strike, spare, or something like that. And I just wondered if I should just pick up my bowling balls now (laughs) because I was down, like, 50 after the half. He had, like, he had, it was like an either a, I don't know, upper nineties or a low hundred half at me. And, yeah. um, I think he ended up with like a one, like a one sixties, one seventies, somewhere in that range again. And he kind of looked and we, we laughed. He was like, ah, I got your back type thing. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then the next year after that, we got paired up again and we do both just shook our heads and was, <laughs> was whatever. And, and I don't remember, honestly, I don't remember who won um, that one. It wasn't anything noteworthy. It was just kind of, uh, but no, that's a, that's a good choice.
1: Uh, my number three, uh, younger guy, but um, pound for pound, I feel right now he's my number one current New Brunswick bowler, Corey Smith, and one of the nicest guys too to I talk hate, to. I hate
0: Corey. <laughs> not not a fan of Corey. Guy, Corey's he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I love Corey. Yeah. No, and and I was really looking forward to bowling the. You know, obviously the mixed world was supposed to be in June. I supposed to be in Bangor this year and uh, we had picked up Corey for this year and I was really looking forward to bowling with him instead of against him. Mm. Um well, that's always more fun is to bowl with Corey. Oh my god. Now, Corey's a Corey's a great bowler. Um you know he's just he's super steady. Like he just doesn't he doesn't get too high, he doesn't get too low, you know, he just very self depreciating. Makes a lot of shots.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um Moving forward, my number four, um, Donnie Ferris from Saint John.
0: Oh, I forgot about Donnie.
1: Donnie can he still throws the ball just as hard as I think he ever did. And his approach for those who haven't seen Donnie Bull, he takes three pretty decent steps, and then by the time he throws the ball, his right shoulder's almost on the floor. He finishes on a knee and he throws a spin ball right to left. And he's thrown he had a 200 and he had a pretty decent 200 string in Fredericton one year in the provincials. Yeah. From what I've heard. Yeah. Um, but Donnie's super nice guy. Uh, when I first started bowling the Can Am, he threw something like 160 against me, like my third string ever in the Can Am. Well, that, and was I'm nice like, of, that was nice of him. Well, that was, that was fun. He knocked me out of the playoffs the first year we made it. Yeah. Um, So I, I got to know Donnie, and he's just a great dude. He's so fun to bowl with. And a competitor, but mm-hmm. we'll shake your hand. And if he gets beat, he gets beat. Yep. He doesn't say, "Oh, well, you this have nope." No. If you beat Donnie, you beat him, and he'll just try harder next time. Yep. Um, and then my number five, um, just from what I've seen and what I've heard, and being uh, pretty good friends with uh, Robbie Hopper is Kenny Hopper. From what yes. I've seen, Kenny, um, and I haven't seen anybody else. I he was on that '93 team. Yep. Um, and I know he didn't play a super prominent role from. The averages, at least how they look. But still played
0: a role. Oh yeah.
1: And I just from what and him to still bowl as well as he did. He bowled the five sixty this year, I believe. I don't I I he bowled a couple yeah. of years ago in the five sixty yeah. and still pulled pretty well. He averages yep. high one teens. Yep. Good um, bowler. Yeah. Um,
0: I didn't know Kenny that all that well. Um but very, very steady, very good bowler.
1: Yeah, I, I I get delved in my basement at night after Colin goes to sleep and Kelly goes to bed, I come down here, and I just delve into YouTube videos yeah. and just watch all these older matches and just thinking, wow, they're, the equipment is much different, and they're still that good. They're good. <laughs> they were good. Yeah.
0: Um, so my all-time uh, New Brunswick Bowlers, uh, number one, I have Tony LeBlanc. Um, I, I, I mean, there's, I could say more about Tony, but mm. he's just... he He's, he's Tony. He's Tony. Uh, number two I had is Hal Peterson. Um, I saw Hal Bowl in the... Uh, uh, early 90s, obviously, with the Worlds and things like that. And uh, just, I mean, you know, that was back when I was kind of looking up to everybody. Well, newsflash, I mean, I'm short. I look up to everybody. Uh, but from a bowling standpoint, I just, I love to watch good bowling. Um, so, I'd, so I'd watch him. Uh, number three I have is, is Brian, Brian Bernatchez. Um Number four, uh, I have Corey Smith. Um, and number five, I have uh, Bob Duthright. Um, Bob was on that '93 team. Um, again, not a bowler that I knew well, uh, but just really steady. Just threw a nice ball. Um, and then I kind of had some, you know, some uh, honorable mention type mm-hmm. folks here, like uh, Lauren Chesser, uh, Kenny Hopper, Matt Cormier, Bob Vitali. Um, I struggle with. I have Chris McGrady in here, but I don't know if Christmas McGrady is. Uh, yeah. Uh, Santa McGrady. <laughs> uh, Santa McGrady. I don't. I don't know if Chris is Nova Scotian or New Brunswick, or or if he's finished or, bowling, yeah. or if he's, if he's finished bowling, or you know. He, I, I met his approach. No, he's still on the first box. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Um, you know, and then uh, you know, I'll jump into current. Uh, kind of some current New Brunswick mm-hmm. bowlers. Again, this is uh, men at the moment. Um, I have Corey Smith. Um, and I'm not gonna put these in any order. Just, yeah. Uh, Corey Smith, Calvin Locke. Um, really, Calvin? I love Calvin. I know. I, so. I, I know Calvin is Calvin. But uh, and Calvin's listening. And we Calvin's know listening. Is. And I'll I'll say it. The one thing I really like about Calvin, uh, besides the fact that he's a hell of a bowler, is he just honestly he doesn't give a shit what people think about him. Mm-hmm. He's Calvin.
1: You like Calvin? You like Calvin? You don't? You don't.
0: You don't. And I appreciate that. I mm-hmm. I do. I I he Calvin knows what Calvin's like. And, but Calvin loves the game of bowling. Oh yes, he does, and he's he, damn good at it. He's good at it. I mean, his uh, his uh, uh, pool that he does for the men's worlds is so great. I love that pool because he breaks it out and he adds the groups people are in. So the good. groups are great. Um, granted, he usually has me in the midget division, but that's okay. I'm, I'm usually well. there with Pelletier and Freshy, um, <laughs> and a couple other. Shorter of stature, guys. <laughs> uh, I have uh, Scott Estabrook, uh, Matt Cormia, Trevor Smith, um, and then you know I've, I've, I'm going to add a bunch of guys here as well. Adam Melanson, um, Justin Jones, Jamie Boyle. Rob Chris Ahead. Ryder. Uh, I do have Chris. Uh, Brent Roberts, Eric McGuigan, Tommy Wood. Um, Jarrett Wood. Jarrett. I uh, forgot about Jarrett. Um, you know, and I, I got Mike Hall on here as well. Uh, but again, he's another one that I don't know if he's... Uh, Nova Scotian, New Brunswickian, yeah, uh, Cape
1: Breton. I, I don't know. I know he's currently, I think, over in the Nova Scotian area doing. Have you heard him play his music? And oh, the, seen some of those. He Dude's fantastic. Oh,
0: so awesome to he, watch. He can he can play the fiddle. Yes, he can. Man, he's good. Mm-hmm. He's he's really good and a good bowler. <laughs> he is. He is. Um, Mike and I have had Mike and I have had some really good matches. Um, I've got a lot of respect for Mike. What
1: I like about Mike is. Mike is a fierce competitor. Yes, and if you if you don't understand Mike and you watch him, you think he is angry at everything when he doesn't make a shot. Mike's only mad at himself. You might as well be invisible to Mike while you're bowling him. Yes, as long as you don't cut him off,
0: he's fine. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but Mike and I, you know, Mike and I have never, ever had an issue bowling, or on the lanes or off the lanes. Um, Mike is another one that Mike's going to tell you what he thinks. Mm-hmm. He's He's not shy. He about- did a
1: few uh, Facebook live videos a couple years ago about the state of bowling.
0: Yep. Yep. Again, he's not, he's not shy about mm-hmm. it. Um, what do you got for kind of,
1: uh, you, you touched on a lot of mine. Um, I think one of my favorite guys to bowl against, and I don't know if it's because we're just both giant guys, but I love bowling against Scott. <laughs> Scott is so much fun. Cause he's another one. Like he, he, if you miss a shot and make it, he'll still call you a donkey. Like, yeah, nice shot, but you missed it by four and a half
0: feet. <laughs> Scott, Scott's a good shit. I do. I like Scott. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he's like he's like 7'5", you know, and I'm 5'5", five five, so he's, you know, I don't know if he's 7'5", but he looks I, like it to I me. I mean,
1: it looks like, you know that scene in Kindergarten Cop where Schwarzenegger picks that kid up by the overalls? That's me. I think if you had overalls on, Scott could do that to you. I think he could.
0: <laughs> I think he could. But a hell of a competitor and so oh, fun to bowl against. Yeah. Um. How about women? How about women New Brunswick bowlers uh Jill wood <laughs> Jill Jill's terrible. Uh, she's terrible. oh my God, she's so past her prime. <laughs> I'm only saying this because I'm five hundred miles away from her. And yeah <laughs> she's not gonna throw something at me right now no I, Jill's Jill's tremendous. um tasha tasha's okay, let's team meeting. Team meeting, <laughs> yeah. yes. The the team meeting, team yes. of team meeting. Um, so, I will I will tell you, and I will say it here. Um, there are three people right now that I think you can argue as being the best female bowlers in the world right now. Actually, four. There's four bowlers. You got Amanda Carroll from Maine,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Maddie Kelly from Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Jill Wood and Tasha Murray.
1: I think we need to throw Brooke in there as well from Maine.
0: I'd put Brooke in as top five. Yep. Okay. I would like to see those five in a 10-string match, winner take all, beat down each other. <laughs> Just 10 divas, strings. Divas, heads diva up. divas match. Come off the top rope and everything. <laughs> I want to see it. That'd be fun. I'd watch that. Uh, that'd be a great match. That'd be really good bowling. Oh, my God. That'd be... that'd. Be, I, I do think I I think I think Jill, Maddie, and Amanda, and Tasha. I mean, you can argue any of them mm-hmm. as being the best female bowler right now. Yeah, and you wouldn't be wrong
1: with any of them. And then you have in New Brunswick, past. I know she doesn't bowl anymore or as much, but Kelly Stoyles. Oh, Kelly was amazing. She averaged one hundred and thirty one year in the mixed worlds, didn't she?
0: Uh, I don't it know if close. it was one thirty, but it was close might have been mm-hmm. um, down at Park Place if I'm not mistaken yes um, Kelly was uh, man Kelly was fun to watch she was yep. she, she was Steady. fun to watch oh my god just smooth mm-hmm. smooth just you would never heard the ball hit
1: nope nope a uh, few more you have Sheena Rogers yep Sheena's a great bowler uh, Christina Kingston from St. John yep. younger but throws a great ball Lefty, isn't she? Is she a lefty? um no Is
0: no Christina she's right. Or? I, I think her on.
1: mama Lane's left-handed.
0: I thought Christina was left-handed. Might be. Yeah. I thought she was lefty. Okay. Throws a hard ball. Yeah. Am I am wrong? W- am I right? You're always right, Tim. Hold on. I've learned that about. Hold you. on. Could you say that again, please, for the listeners? For the listeners or for Angie? For the listeners and my beautiful wife, Angie. You're right.
1: I was mistaken. Thank you continue
0: continue oh, oh 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 all exalted one tim <laughs> how about tanya Ritchie? another great another great ball yeah she's a, she, i i got i got her on my mm-hmm. list here as well um,
1: rachel leblanc rachel a lot of fun to play. man she's fun yeah Ra- rachel's a lot of fun she's never
0: <laughs> drinking again <laughs> every, every every weekend i'm never drinking
1: again uh, uh and then you have uh, giselle who's yep. on that team eating team as well yep uh she threw I think one year in the Can-Am, we needed to get the last two to get in, as we always do, the last string, and we're bowling her and Tommy, and my thoughts of making the playoffs were over after the three boxes when she threw a triple, and I was like, okay, well, Well, going home. That was fun. Yep. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but those are some of the, I think, more prominent female bowlers and some of the best. um, What about tournaments in Canada?
0: So they have a lot of they, tournaments. They have a in ton Canada. of tournaments in Canada, um, but you'll notice that their tournaments um, are all team related, which I love. That's really cool. It's the it five
1: sixty, uh, the Dave Stewart, yeah, uh, the Alpine, yeah, um, which is kind of a provincial style zoned tournament. A lot of the tournaments are zoned too, which is yeah. an interesting concept.
0: Yeah, yeah, they got that. Um, you've got uh, a lot of the smaller I'm gonna call it smaller tournaments meaning they're not like a they're not like the mixed worlds or the mm. worlds or the provincials um Nova Scotia has a bunch as well um which we'll get we'll minus talk to them Mixed and stuff yeah, like and that. we'll we'll talk about you know them yeah. at a later a later podcast uh, you know as far as New Brunswick goes and and you know they've lost a few houses up there as well um, it's got some great places to bowl though um now for me. I don't bowl a lot up there. Um, You know, the, the Can-Am in, in June, um, newsflash, I still don't have a spot. Hopefully, maybe next one I could get on. Maybe, possibly someone might either, need a bowler, or maybe I can actually have a spot, which would be cool. Or want to bowl with you? All weekend? Well, let's face it, no one wants to bowl with me all weekend. (laughs) Maybe for a day, but Mm. let's, let's, let's be real. Um, so, you know, uh, St. John is a fun place. They got a couple of places to bowl. Fairview, there. right? I, that's yes, where we have the Can Am now. That's, yeah. Yep Um. See, when I first bowled the Can Am, it was I don't even remember the name of the house. Um. But it was down past the. Uh, uh, I don't know. I can only remember down the past outside. the colonial, right? Yeah. Past and
1: it was on the second floor. Yeah.
0: And it was like. A, There's no AC. <laughs> oh my God. No, but man, that place was fun to bowl. Yeah. Um.
1: I first started bowling when it was the Bolorama. Oh. And, oh. Across the river. I love the bowl-o-rama. Yeah
0: yeah, Bowl-O-Rama was fun. Yeah, it was. Um, the The cool thing about I believe they call that the West Side. I think so. Yeah, yeah. So where is it now? What's the name again? River no. uh, Fairview. Fairview. Fairview.
1: Riverview is up next to Moncton. Uh, oh, Fair that's right.
0: I, I get too many views. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Fairview, that's the first time I'd ever bowled in a place where they played music in between the matches, which was actually fun and they
1: have couch seating on the end lanes which yes i mean not many people like the end lanes anyways one right. and two and the last two are usually next to a wall and have all kinds of problems but they put couches there so it's all
0: good it's all good um, and great food oh really good food mm. really good uh, food. kingswood i kingswood. saw something
1: that when they're reopening uh Corey smith had posted something on facebook stay tuned well, yes uh, ho- gonna-
0: hopefully soon that uh that they'll be uh so Kingswood's really a cool place to bowl just because it's got so many different, uh, there's so much room for activities. Mm. Um, I don't know how many lanes they got. like, Cause they used to have 30 plus. I Yeah. And they took some out. Um, I don't know if they've got 24 or if they're down to 20. I I don't know. I don't
1: know. I know they can't for some reason host the worlds anymore. So I expect Which, they have less than 24.
0: I don't know. I, mm. I'm not sure. I haven't bowled there for, for a couple of years. Um, you know, Moncton obviously has a couple of places. You got Fair Lanes, um, you know, which is uh you know, thirty six lane house. Um great people. Oh. Brandon and does a good job Brandon running. Brandon does a great job running that. Yes. Um yeah, got a lot of the Food's respect.
1: good, yep. The drinks are great. Yep. Great atmosphere. Um
0: and and then of course you got Riverview. I've never bowled I've at never Riverview. bowled at Riverview. Uh, no. I
1: know some fast scores out of Riverview. Yep. Uh, That's where Calvin bowls, I think. Calvin sucks. (laughs) Um. So, if (laughs) Calvin bowls there, who wants to bowl there? Yeah, who'd want to (laughs) bowl there? God.
0: Um, So, real quick Oh, you have uh, Woodstock, Bowl King, forgot BJ Hamilton. Sorry, BJ. Yeah. I forgot about Um, Never bowled there, but uh, um, he does a great job promoting that place. Yes, he does. Um, He's he's all over Facebook, um, really promoting the game and really promoting his house. Yeah. Um, So... Uh sorry B J almost almost mm-hmm. dropped the ball on that one.
1: And Miramichi. Yeah. They they brought they bring a team down for the five sixty area. Corey Jones, Tasha yep. Bulls up there. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Um a lot of great houses.
0: Yeah, A lot of fun a lot of fun up there. Mm-hmm. Um uh, real quick I did want to bring up. Um Nineteen ninety three Worlds. Uh the Hanwell team, the home team. Um lanes aren't there anymore. Uh but the home team they put together uh they, they got tired of um Margin supply. Yeah. (laughs) Always winning. They get get tired of of the USA winning. And so they put together this team. And I just wanted to uh, go over real quickly. Um, This was their starting lineup in the final. Okay? The final match against New Hampshire All-Stars. So you had Tony LeBlanc leading off with a 137 average for the tournament. And didn't win high average. You had uh, Bob Duthright. um Bowling second with a 130 average. Um, he had the high triple for the tournament with a 499. You had Claude Chevery, uh, Bowling third, with a 127 average. You had Kansas Snow, Bowling fourth, who was the, I believe he won the high average at 137. And then you had Hal Peterson with a 135. You had four guys averaging 130 plus. And you fifth guy was a one twenty seven and off the bench by the way you had no you had Gary gallant at a one twenty five Kenny hopper at a one twenty two and Wayne Jones at a one twenty and if I'm not mistaken, they only lost one or two strings all week not matches strings, strings. wow yeah it's yeah, pretty they were, dominant they were they were amazing that 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 day just unbelievable
1: no one's ever swept. Like, no one's ever gone perfect in the Worlds. I don't think ever. so. Yeah. No, not that I know of. I know there's been some under-10s. Yep. Under-10 loss years. Yep. Or 10 points. Um, I've only, speaking New Brunswick and Kelly Stoyles, who we talked about, her and Brian McLaughlin are the only team I've seen go undefeated in the Can-Am. They Ooh. won every match. They won the playoffs. That's pretty good. Yeah. And they were both about 127 together.
0: That's okay. Yeah, that that'll that, win you some strings. That'll that'll win a few strings. Mm. Um, you know, but again, they uh, the one thing I really like about about bowling up in uh, uh, up with our friends up north, um, and and you've you've heard this probably as a common theme over the first couple of uh, episodes here is the quality of people. Um, They're just so nice, eh? Eh? Uh, what a boy there! You know what a pillow you're throwing mm. there, boy. Um, just. They are, you know, they are have some genuinely some of the nicest people that bowl that kick your ass. Oh, yes, <laughs> yep. but they smile and they'll smile and laugh with you and,
1: and have fun. And, and, and you're down 40 pins before you know it, right?
0: <laughs> but
1: no, they uh they do a lot for the game, they do, they really do. Yep, they have a strong youth program in Canada, both provinces, yes, so strong,
0: and um, we need it. We need, we need. Yes. You know we need the youth bowlers. Um, there's there's no doubt about it. It's it's something that we definitely need. Careful, careful mm. over there.
1: Yeah, no, it's okay. I promise I won't break my mic again. <laughs> Sorry. F- funny, take my mic stand broken half before we started filming, fil- uh, filming. Yeah, before we started recording. We, before so. we
0: started filming. Yeah. Uh, you know this is uh we're doing a ten part documentary just like uh, Michael Jordan. Um, Instead of
1: the last dance, ours is going to be called the extremely extremely slow slow dance. dance. (laughs) Um, But getting into that, Tim, uh, wrapping up bowling, um, anything else you want to say about Canada and the province of New Brunswick?
0: No, look, I I hope you guys are all doing well. I hope everyone is staying safe and staying healthy. Um,
1: By the way, bravo, New Brunswick, for your handling of the COVID crisis. Wow. I, I mean that it's a template of what you should follow.
0: Yes. Yeah. I know, I know
1: not everyone agrees with how everything's proceeding now, but from the medical standpoint of what you guys have done and how you've handled the outbreak, bravo.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, just we'll see you guys soon. Yes, we will. Um, hopefully in November, you know, we got a long way to go. Mm. Um, and, and I hope no decisions are being made now because frankly, you know, I think they're looking to op- too soon. I think you're looking to open the border. Um, I think they're talking end of uh, end of June, if I'm not mistaken. It was end of June. Um, you know, I, I just don't make any decisions about the worlds until mm-hmm. September, at least. Yes. Um, uh, I, I I just uh, we'll see you guys soon. Yes. So, um, the one thing I you know as we transition from uh, from bowling to kind of. You know whatever else is on our mind um, as we start what's
1: fondling f- our brains this week ooh I want to name it that's what I want to call the back half is what's fondling our brains what's
0: fondling our brains I can't even say it <laughs> without laughing without laughing <laughs> because I'm five and I have a juvenile <laughs> sense of humor and your favorite number is 69. oh my god don't get me going by <laughs> the way um, Danny Finn fantastic job with this uh, bracket stuff oh. that you've done on facebook man this has been so much fun and in something that we've needed um but i busted out laughing literally and i had to send a you snapchat, won and, I, and i had to send a snapchat to my friends that and the guy you beat evan and i beat evan um which it, it just it's it's really kind of cool um mm. It's it's just a neat concept. I understand it's, it's you know, people, are kind of, there's two ways of looking at it. Some people are looking at it as a popularity contest. Um, other people are truly looking at it as, you know, if you had so-and-so in their prime versus so-and-so mm-hmm. in their prime, um, which I've looked at it that way. I've I have the, as well. I've done the prime versus prime. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, Evan haven't, hasn't reached his prime yet. Um, hopefully he hasn't reached his prime because um, if he is, man, that's a quick prime, that was buddy. quick, man. <laughs> That was a quick prime. <laughs> um, but no, Danny Finn good, great job, man. This is it's been a lot of fun on Candlepin chat on Facebook. Um, reading some of the, you know, fun facts. Um, seeing some of the <laughs> facts? we're we using facts? <laughs> facts. We use some facts. Facts. F A X. F A X? Isn't that how you spell facts? I don't know. Fun, no, fun I, I don't
1: think anybody remembers what a fax machine is anymore. I don't man. know. I'm old. I, I remember.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, So as we kind of transition, um, you know, as we transition out of bowling into kind of fondling our brain, um, (laughs) I did want to, um, I'm going to do something that's unprecedented in the history of history of Evers of this podcast. Unprecedented right now. I'm going to give a shout out to a local business. Mm -hmm. So Mark Carrier at Drywall Concepts. 27 Booth Bay Road, Edgecombe, Maine, 04556. Phone number of 207-592-6125. Give him
1: a call for your drywall needs. Follow him on Facebook. He posts pictures of his jobs that he does. Fantastic work.
0: That's for your generous donation, Mark, to keep this podcast running. Generous (laughs) donation of nothing. This is a free plug
1: for you, buddy. And we're going to do this every week. We are. Um, yeah, we're gonna st- as as we as, small businesses, bowlers and non bowlers alike. Yep, friends of the show. Yes,
0: you know things like that. Um, something we want to do, um, just because we're coming out of this um, stuff, this pandemic, and you know small businesses are the backbone of the United States. Uh, it's not Walmart. It's not Amazon. It's small businesses, and you know, Mark, you got you you got just happen to get the uh, luck of the draw uh, so again um you know for your drywall needs new construction old construction i renovations. think he does painting
1: as well painting and mudding patching
0: yep painting mudding patching mm. call drywall concepts call him he'll tell you if he can do it or not yep. uh, uh located again midcoast Maine, but uh, as far as i know he does go down uh, portland area portland area does come up uh midcoast area rockland you know, Camden, Augusta, Augusta. You know, kind of. You know, does a great job. I've, I've seen his. I've seen his work. He does. He does a fantastic job. So, uh, uh, give Mark a call at Drywall Concepts five nine two six one two five. Again, that number for your Listening pleasure. Area code two zero seven five nine two six one two five. All right, Brian. What's following in your brain?
1: Um. Well, golf's back. I don't know if you watched the match last week. The skins.
0: I did not. It was really cool. I forgot about it.
1: I I watched the last five holes because, honestly, I forgot too. But it was fun to watch golf again. And it was cool to see them in shorts and lugging their own bags.
0: Oh, they were lugging their own bags?
1: Yeah, no caddies. Oh, that's cool. And I'll tell you what. It certainly wasn't the giant tour bags that they have normally.
0: Amazing, huh?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But Tiger and Phil...
0: The plan is for me to watch that today. I, I was looking forward to...
1: Who who are you rooting for?
0: You know, this is hard. It's a tough one
1: because... They didn't put Tiger and Tom together.
0: They didn't put, they didn't put the two Ts together. And I'm a Tiger fan. I have been a Tiger fan since he came on tour. Um, he got me to play golf. Newsflash, news I don't care what he did off the course. He didn't kill anyone. Nope. Didn't rape anyone.
1: He's not saying he condones it. I don't
0: condone it. I don't care. I don't look up to him on a pedestal, and he's not a hero of mine. I don't have sports figures as my
1: hero of the Charles Barkley mindset. Then I am not a role model. You remember that yes. from back in the day, the early nineties. I don't. I
0: don't understand why people put. There athletes, are some that
1: can be role models. Yes,
0: and I'm not saying that. Bill Russell is a role model. Jackie Robinson. Jackie was a role Robinson model. was a role model. Tiger Woods is not a role model. He's a great golfer. Great golfer. Did a great Had, thing for the Did a game. lot, yes, for the game, for in the, the junior, junior golfing. Um, so I am a Tiger fan. Like, I, I, I was a Jack fan. I'm a Tiger fan. Don't ask me to name my favorite because two different eras. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was, I was younger when Jack was, you know, when he finally, uh, finally, when he won his last Masters in 86, I was only 15. So Jack got me into the game. Mm-hmm. Tiger keeps me in the game. Um, I, my uncle
1: watched golf yep. when I was a kid and I hated it because I knew Saturday and Sunday, I couldn't watch TV because <laughs> golf was on. Yeah. And then Tiger Woods in the 97 masters happened and I was out in my backyard hitting golf balls and I love golf golf. is. <laughs> I love golf. I just regret my golf clubs.
0: You know, yes, you did. You did a great job too. They look awesome. Um,
1: for anybody out there looking for new golf grips champski grips they're almost identical to golf pride and a third of the price wow they're great
0: yeah i uh i grew up golfing i think i was like eight years old somewhere in that eight nine mm-hmm. range when i started playing um played through high school you were good in high school well i wasn't you a, were a single digit i was single digit but i wasn't anywhere close to the best on my team um Dan Ladd was the best on our team. He was a year behind me in yeah, school. Yeah, but he played pro or well, he went stepped to, he down went from... he went to University of Virginia on a golf scholarship. That's not know, bad. Division one school, golf mm-hmm. scholarship. Um, you know, and I grew up with Dan. Dan lived down the street from me, um, so I grew up. You know, he was also Mr. Baseball for the state of Maine his senior year. Um, and he was... Just one of those guys, a, huh? runner-up for Mr. Basketball. Yeah, uh, Athlete. Athlete. Um, just... And a tremendously nice guy. Hand-eyed. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know how it's six two, six three, whatever Probably could have bowled well if he wanted to. Probably. Probably. Used to, you know. But again, he, he, he grew up a driver, pitch, and wedge away from me. Um, not that we ever tried it because it would have been down the street, but that was about what we estimated <laughs> would have been about a driver, pitch, yep. and wedge. Um, spent a lot of time at their house. But, uh, no, I grew up golfing. Loved the game of golf. Um, you know, was really good at golf for a long time, and, and now – I, I don't get angry anymore. I don't throw clubs. I don't do anything. I, I go out and enjoy my time. Mm. It's, you play with fun.
1: Jordan a lot, your son. So try. So that must be good.
0: It's fun. Oh, my. you mm. wait until Colin gets older and you can go Co- do that.
1: Spoiler alert. Colin already has a junior set of clubs. <laughs> good for him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I completely forgot where we go. Oh, uh. Uh, so I don't know who I'm rooting for today uh, just because, you know, Tom Brady obviously is my favorite football player. Um as he should be because greatest quarterback of all time Yes He is the greatest quarterback of all time Don't even Don't give me the luck You're giving me the luck You know my thoughts on Tom Brady Yeah He's the greatest of all time
1: No Joe Montana is the Tom Brady's very good Oh cut it out I want to see what he does in Tampa
0: He's he, forty. He, he can put old.
1: 44 he, How old was Joe Montana when he went to 30s Really I think I don't think he was 40 I think it was late 30s I don't care He's still younger I have, what has been my main gripe with Tom Brady ever since we've talked about this? That he's better? No, that he's everyone. the product of a system.
0: Every quarterback is a product of a system. Joe Montana was a product of the West Coast system. Joe Montana also What was had...
1: Trent Dilfer's system when they won the, when they won the Super Bowl? Okay. What,
0: what offensive system? What about Trent... was a. What was his system? It was called the defense. <laughs> anyway, um, every quarterback is a product of a system.
1: Yeah, I know. They they do have they, they tailor playbooks to them. They do. I just think Bill Belichick was a massive enhancement to Tom Brady's ability to be Tom Brady. But
0: but Bill Belichick is, is the def- greatest coach of all time. He's a defensive coach. He's a defensive genius. But somehow he, Josh he, McDaniels is an offensive genius and
1: But Josh McDaniels went away for a time and Tom Brady was still as
0: good. Right, because Tom Brady is Tom Brady. Tom-Tom Brady. Because Bill Belichick was tom, tom I'm Brady. I'm just saying
1: this year in Tampa is going to be interesting because Julian Edelman will soon be a Tampa Bay Buccaneer in a couple of years. Tom,
0: tom Brady. Brady. Best, best, best ever. ever.
1: All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm rooting for dad bod Phil. I want Phil to win because <laughs> um, I think Phil is great. He goes out there. Have you seen the sound bites? Oh, There's yeah. There's a Facebook video. Yeah. And it's all these best sound bites of Phil. And one of them is he hits a shot and the guy and this guy in the crowd's like Boyaka and he goes, Calm down, it was a three iron. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, Phil's good. look, I, he's just I, I goofy and I want to see him win. I am a fan of I like Phil Mickelson. Hit. I, um, I I would love to have
1: a an, two hours with Phil Mickelson around a green with nothing but a wedge in my hand. Oh my god. And just let him show me stuff.
0: He's a he is a master with that wedge, master. You mean the th- four or five he carries yeah. in his bag? Yeah, you know. But but those guys play a totally different game than we do. Yeah. They they do. Um, and you'll see it today with with Manning and and Brady because they're good golfers. Are they hitting from the tips with them
1: I, or are they hitting I, from the whites?
0: I don't know. Um, they're good golfers. Um, from from my understanding, both Manning and Brady, um, Manning's like around a five or a six handicap, and Tom's like an eight or a nine. Like an eight or a nine. Um, so you will see a huge difference between a tour and pro distance between a tour pro and a good golfer. Um, and so no, I'm 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 looking forward to uh, I'm looking forward to watching it. Um, what else is uh? Fondling, um, I want to talk movies. Your brain.
1: We both like movies a lot. I mean, let's face it, we're both entertainment junkies. We want something to keep us entertained. Um, so I just want to talk about some of your favorite movies, which you think, I mean, my all-time favorite movie, and I will say this, is Goodfellas. Love it Goodfellas. Is, it has arguably tied with Full Metal Jacket for the best opening monologue of a movie. Oh, I don't, and that's, that's here's the thing. Um, the whole thing about when he's growing up and he's like, one day the kids carried my mother's groceries up to the house just because they because of who I was in the respect like
0: no it (sighs) is it's a great opening and I love Goodfellas that's what that is one of my favorite movies Um, Scorsese Scorsese in general I can I can it's one of those movies that I can re-watch over and over again Mm -hmm. which to me is is the mark of a good movie Ray Liotta Um, Al Pacino yeah Robert De Niro just no mm. it's, it's a fantastic movie um but there is no better opening to a movie than Full Metal Jacket. There isn't. I'm Too sorry, sad. but that that 15 minutes of Full Metal Jacket makes the whole movie.
1: Yeah, it does set a tone.
0: And and the fact that that was all ad libbed is is even better. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that that well, and it helped that he was he was a gunnery sergeant to yes. begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, so he he already and a drill instructor. Mm-hmm. So he already had a lot of that stuff yeah. uh, down I mean
1: Goodfellas like you said is one of those movies every time it's on you want to watch it and a movie for me that when I go by it I stop and it consumes two hours of my life Shawshank Redemption
0: yep Hope
1: yep. is a good thing Morgan Freeman and, Morgan Freeman and, and that opening it, its something about iconic openings like when I first met Andy Dufresne <laughs> he was no big than a water. and you're just like Why is this old black man in this bad prison?
0: Oh, my God. Morgan, Morgan, I want Morgan Freeman to narrate my life. Oh, my. And Tim woke up in the morning and took a Snapchat of Mookie. (laughs) Jesus Christ.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think Morgan Freeman would get sick of your crap
0: in about 22 minutes. Oh, my God. Morgan Freeman. And then there was Tim. Tim woke up. God, I I just, Um, Shawshank Redemption is such a, again, entertaining. Oh, so good.
1: So good. Uh, I'm a dork, so Star Wars. I've seen every Star Wars movie stupid amounts of times. No, I love Star Wars. I saw the last one, you know, the final one. It's Disney, so nothing's final. But I think I saw that three or four times in the theater. Like, they're just so good. Um, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade is my favorite Indiana Jones movie. And it's solely because of the story, the Holy grail and Sean Connery.
0: Yep. He's junior
1: junior junior. No, don't call me that I'm Indiana. That was the dog's name. And then Salah goes, you were named after the dog. <laughs> <laughs> and all Harrison Ford does is go, I love that dog. <laughs> Good movie. I, I do. Yeah. I like the Indiana. Jones. And then movies. my favorite director of all time is Quentin Tarantino. So any Quentin Tarantino movie, Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, um, there's a movie called Four Rooms, which is really obscure. Uh, it has Madonna and Antonio Banderas in it. And yep. it's, it's four like, it's a Tarantino movie. So they're all little vignettes. Yep. But it's four, and they're all different directed by different ones. He did a room. Robert Rodriguez did a room. Uh, a couple other guys did. So um, I don't,
0: I don't really have a list of, you know, my, my all time favorite movies. Um, You know, when, when, when we were kind of chatting about, Talking about movies, I just I started to put together movies, and I noticed that a lot of them were comedies. So I said, "Oh, I'm, I'm going to list out my comedies." I, I lo- and
1: that's what I want to watch. I want to laugh.
0: I, I want to laugh. Now, we all know. I've said it multiple times. I'm a crier. I, 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 newsflash: Tim cries.
1: If you don't cry at the end of Miracle, you don't love the United States and hockey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I miracles. I just watched that the other night again for the 832nd time and cried. Of course, I did, <laughs> um, dude. I. I got I got stuck on a WWE movie uh, that they put together on Page. Oh, uh, fighting with my family. I don't I don't know what it's called. I saw that
1: in the theaters and that it's so good.
0: And it started with The Rock and, mm. and everything else. Dude, I cried at the end of that and I'm not even a huge wrestling fan. I mm. just it was a it was a cool movie. It was. And, it was it was a well-produced um, movie. It was well-acted. So no, I I, I I I I like a movie that that brings out my emotions. Field of Dreams love field of dreams and i yes i ball like a baby at the end of want that a catch um th- yes when he's playing catch <laughs> with his dad um you know any anything that moves me whether it makes me laugh or cry mm. um i'm going to watch
1: something gets an emotion out of it yes yeah. I, I i don't want to be bored right and that's
0: that's the but thing. You,
1: but it's not always funny movies with a message let's face it step brothers is great. oh my
0: god step Brothers. so
1: will ferrell i
0: I can tell you right now my favorite comedy of all time, of all time in the history of all times, is Blazing Saddles. Okay. Mongo light candy. So Blazing Saddles Wouldn't. could never, <laughs> ever, in the history of evers, be, be, be produced and done now. Oh, God. Just the scene the first time you meet the sheriff. The sheriff is, yeah. you know, when they, yes. We won't say it here, but look it up. It's, the the fact is Mel Brooks. That Mel Brooks is amazing. He's a genius. Is a, a, a comedic genius. Spaceballs. Spaceballs History of the World Part One. Indoor Plumbing. <laughs> it's it's good to be the king. <laughs> okay. Um uh you know, you you start looking at that and then you start some of the some of the newer comedies, Step Brothers. I mean, I know it's not too new, but The other guys. The other guys. Anchorman. Oh my god, I love you know. I'm kind of a big deal, Mm. you know. Does your house smell of rich mahogany? You know, I have many leather-bound books. (laughs) When in Rome. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) continue. I like lamp. Uh, (laughs) um, You know, you start doing any, you know, Monty Python, Quest for the Holy Grail. Um,
1: I mean, there are a few, in my mind, just comedic movie, writing, producing geniuses. Mel Brooks, um, Judd Apatow, who does all those Will Ferrell movies, yep. Knocked Up, 40 Year Old Virgin. Yep. And then you have, you know, other guys that do those funny movies. And I'm trying to think. Harold Remus is who I was trying oh, to Oh, Harold Remus. Yeah, Stripes. Stripes, Space, An- uh, Go- Animal House. Animal House, Ghostbusters. Yep. Like, yep. he was Egon in Ghostbusters. Yes. He yeah. was in Knocked Up, too. If you watch Knocked Up, he's yep. uh, Seth Rogen's dad.
0: Well, you, get, you take a look at the, like the, the um, American Pie. Like those movies, yeah. Like it's like, always a genre that
1: leads. Like I think those teen angst. Yeah, yeah. I mean your yours was probably what Porky's. Oh Animal my god, House, Porky's, Animal House, uh, Porky's Animal House, Meatballs,
0: Porky's Animal House, Meatball Stripes, Revenge of the Nerds, Revenge of the Nerds is fantastic. Yeah. Um, but you, know, you
1: were also in the the movies like that era of Breakfast Club, Sweet uh, Sweet uh, Sixteen Candles, Sixteen
0: Candles, Breakfast Club, uh, Pretty in Pink. Pink. Um, Who did those? What was the guy's name that directed oh, I'm them? Drawing, I'm or drawing them? a blank right off
1: the top because they all head. supposedly took place in the same,
0: same. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Fast Times to Ridgemont High, which is a little oh, bit earlier than but that.
1: that. Honestly, that's my favorite um, '80s movie. Is you know, Fast Times uh,
0: Airplane? God, never seen get, Airplane. Oh my God! It's you know, you start looking at the Airplane, Blues Brothers is mm-hmm. one of my favorites. Um, like I said, we could, right? You know, we, we could go, go all on. Day. Um, you know, For, but, yeah, but we're, we're kind of running up against the. Uh, Against the end here. so uh... Uh,
1: One more thing from my wrestling friends and fans. AEW Double or Nothing was last night. If you can, watch the stadium stampede match. They totally and completely one-upped WWE. With Money in the Bank being at the corporate headquarters, Tony Khan said that the stampede stadium match, they fought all through the Jacksonville Jaguars stadium. <laughs> they started at the 50-yard line. They had intros. Chris Jericho's team wore football pads and oh helmet. Adam Page chases Sammy Guevara on a horse. <laughs> and Matt Hardy sticks uh, one of the, uh, I think, Santana up in the victory bell at the end and rings it in his <laughs> ear. It is absurd and it is oh amazing. Anybody who wants a good laugh and a good wrestling match, check it out. That's awesome. Yep. That's cool. So uh, wrapping up, Tim, what do you got planned for this coming week? Um, Anything exciting? New? Working a good thing
0: that's it that's i did yeah. uh, you know until things open up um there's there's you know i work and then i'm at home yeah um yeah you know playing things, any good
1: video games what are you playing right now anything
0: I, you know what's funny is uh I, i'm in my stage where i'm not playing video games at the moment i haven't i haven't played anything mm. um i finished the nathan drake series again um, on, the P- on the ps4 mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably play a little GTA 5 just because it's fun. Yep. Um, Stress relief. Stress relief. uh, But I really don't have... I'm I'm waiting right now for uh, the golf game and then Tony Hawk's stuff to come out. Mm -hmm.
1: I just recently started playing the first Mass Effect game again, which is uh, BioWare RPG, Xbox, uh, lots like Knights of the Old Republic. Yep. Uh, Fun game. Great storyline. Great story game. Um, Yeah, but that's all. I'm just hanging out with the boy and teaching him things and god help him he's got me as a teacher oh but boy he'll get
0: through it oh boy yeah. well he's got uncle tim to yeah you know uncle tim will teach him a few things if he's not
1: still terrified of you for some reason oh god he is
0: scared of me and i don't understand why hmm. i don't know but yeah so uh that was, that was anything quick. else i don't know that was a quick hour that we yeah. just did here um you know again uh thank you to all of those who have served uh, thank you to all of those who are serving. Um, I know it's not, you know, thank a vet day, but um, I just, you guys, anyone that's served, anyone that's really given it their all for for us to enjoy our freedoms, for us to enjoy the fact that we can argue with each other, um, <laughs> and you, know, you can listen to it. Thank you. Yeah. I, I it's it's it means a lot. Um, and thank
1: you all for listening as well these three podcasts we've done.
0: Yeah. It's been fun. I, I, and I, and I love the feedback. Please keep it coming. Please get, get, get more, get more feedback. Um, we did have someone ask about some interviews. Um, we are going to do interviews. Um, I, I personally did not like the way that recording sounded and how it kind of came out. Um, so we'd
1: rather do them in person. In person
0: or, or I'm doing some research on to find some better ways of recording it so the quality is there.
1: And if you tech guys that are listening know of anything, let us know.
0: Feel free because uh, we're doing this on our own and neither, we Google. <laughs> ne, neither one of us know what the hell we're doing. Um, but that's okay. right. And that, we thank you for listening. Yes.
1: Have a hopefully you all had a by the time you're listening, to this had a safe and wonderful memorial day. Um, enjoy the time with your family. Um, and hopefully we'll get back to bowling soon. That's it. Thank you, everyone, and have a great day.